Welcome back to part three. We start off talking about why I wanted to get into podcasting and all that jazz. So, we're, we're talking about trying to, why you got into wanting to start a podcast. Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to try it, you know, like I uh, never, I've always had like a knack of talking to people, you know, like finding out what their passions are and kind of navigating the conversation through there, you know, like, uh, for example, you with Harry Potter, like I was able to like ask leading questions into the next subject and kind of like bounce subjects, um, off of each other, you know, I'm, I'm able to like, uh, navigate through topics relatively easily, you know, I, I know a lot about, or a little about a lot, you know, so I'm able to like ask questions to get people talking and, you know, when you find something that there's somebody's passionate about, they'll talk forever, you know, and, I, and it's great because I love hearing what people love, and it, and when you hear what people love, it makes you more fascinated in, in said subject, you know, like me, I haven't listened to, I haven't watched any of the Harry Potter films, I'm going to do all of that, and I'm probably going to reread the series, just because of your, your love and fascination with it, you know, like, and I've, like, I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know enough to kind of, uh, ask even more interesting questions and go even deeper into different subjects, you know, that's, <coughs> I figured, uh, I have that knack, I have that skill, so why not, you, why not adapt it to a podcast, you know? Yeah, I will say this has been completely effortless. Yeah. Of going from subject to subject to subject, we haven't had any notes or, yeah, you know, I mean, just... I have, I have a notepad here, but just, it just kind of reminds me of, like, what I like to talk about, <laughs> you know, like, we haven't had any dead air to where I just go, like, Okay, well, now what? You know, it's just, we just keep kind of, kind of keep going. You know, I think that's a, a mark of a good podcast, you know. Um, the, yesterday, when we were talking at my restaurant, Nighthawks Cafe, open Tuesday through Sunday. Um, and we were talking yesterday about it. Um, and we just kind of naturally talked about, what was it, like five or six different subjects within 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, shit, this is going to be fucking cakewalk, you know, like... Sometimes you have to prod and prod and peel away layers of other people that's kind of like get them to open up to you. But with us, it's just been real easy, you know. But I do have a, a good question for you. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of ties back to what we were talking about with thoughts and stuff, but and memory. What do you think deja vu is? <laughs> you should see his reaction. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had video for this. <laughs> <laughs> deja vu is one of the creepiest fucking things because man I will have the weirdest dreams and like I can be, I'm only I'm being honest as honest as I can I have had straight up deja vu a song is playing um, someone says something to me I'm looking at something I was reading a book a Stephen King book that had not come out yet end of a dream and I was reading a part of the chapter I started, and I was laying in bed, and I was listening to music as I this read. This is during the deja vu, this is during the... Uh... This is the dream that I had. Okay. Was, I was laying in bed, <coughs> I was reading a book, I didn't know what the book was, it was about some kid being in an institute, and he had been kidnapped, and his parents were dead, and I was reading it and listening to a song, I can't remember what the song was now, and then, as I am, that I wake up, and I go on with my life, months later... The book comes out, it's The Institute, by Stephen King. Great book. I'm reading it in my bed one night. One day, I'm sorry. 
and listening to music, and I come to that chapter, and I come to that feeling of like, I dreamt this. You've I been through I've this just, event before, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done it with, uh, with TikToks. I hate TikToks. They're so stupid. They're such time suck, <laughs> but they're so funny too sometimes. Yeah. And I had a dream that I was reading a bunch of TikToks, watching a bunch of TikToks, and then a week or so later, I had the same exact dream, and it was I had the same exact experience happen as me doing it. I've had it where I was driving with my mom. I was at 168th and Blondo going home and song came on. My mom said something in the dream and then it happens again. Yeah. And uh, are you, um, I've had that happen to me too. Not obviously that exact same scenario, but um, I'm able to kind of predict what's going to happen next. And then what happened next actually happens. Yeah. Like I've had a long deja vu once where um, I can't even fucking describe it right now but like you're uh i was at the restaurant cooking and this is back when i was working in the brass crunch mark so like i haven't worked at the mark or worked at the restaurant for probably five years you know mm-hmm. restaurant being nighthawks cafe open tuesday through sunday um and they and just all of a sudden just like um i'm i'm there eating lunch i'm in the back of the of the, of the store uh, i'm right there where the grill is and I'm just flipping my own burger, cooking my own food, and then all of a sudden, same exact thing happens. Like the song that was playing, the smell hit me, and somebody was talking just the right way. I'm just like, I've seen this before, or I've done this before. Like this has happened already, you know. Like one of those, like, oh shit, what the fuck? And then I'm like, oh my god, Cindy's gonna come through that door. There she is. There's Cindy, our waitress, comes through the comes through the door and starts putting in an order to the uh, to the system. I'm just like what the fuck, you know, I'm like, and, I, I, and that's as far as the deja vu went, but that's still, that's 30 seconds at least, yeah. you know, 30 seconds of like, I know what's going to happen next, and, and then that thing happens, like, deja vu is a real experience that everybody experiences, but no one can explain it. Yeah, I you have know? no, I can't, I can't even begin to wrap my mind around what it is, is, I've been thinking though, I should start playing lottery. And then uh, <laughs> maybe I'll have a deja vu to where I have the lottery tickets. And then like, or like just maybe I should try checking the winners and then like have a deja vu where I think, see what the winners are. And then, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Try to play it to my advantage because it's like, I can't explain it. Like, I don't understand how we can have these dreams or whatever of just normal events happening. Yeah. And then those exact events happen. And like, it's not doesn't seem to be random chance it just it's i don't know if it's preordained or what but it is happening and it mm-hmm. is happening right and then and that whole i mean i was the book part that what is what really got me you were actually I was reading, reading the same passage yeah <clears throat> a, a passage from a, i was dreaming about <coughs> reading a passage from a book that had not come out yet oh my god and then when That's i got freaky, to right? that passage like i recognized mm-hmm. it i was like i fucking read this before yeah and then it's like, oh, then the song, like, the lyric that I was dreaming of came through on my phone. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm like, super I looked, specific, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus, I've been here. I've been here before. <laughs> and then you, you were able to predict anything that was going to happen next? Uh, just that I was, what I was reading. That I was like, oh, he's going to do this. And then as I read, I was like, yeah, that's what's happening. That's exactly what happened. Like, I lived in that moment again. And it was like, I had this uh, feeling of familiarity. Like, I'd already seen this. I'd already read like this. Like, it's already been done before. Yeah. And it's like, oh, 
I don't know. What, I can't imagine what that is. A glitch in the Matrix, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> glitch in the Matrix, yeah. See a black cat walk by right. twice. I mean, dude, like, I really, really fascinated Deja Vu. Like, I, it's one of those things that everybody's just up there flailing at the plate trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. And nobody to this day is able to, even able to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's, oh my God, it's just is so... It's unbelievably fascinating to think about just how varied and how wide just like the human brain is. Like we don't know why things happen. Like we don't know why we die. No. There's no. We've been dying for hundreds of thousands of years. And we have never figured out why an old person dies. (laughs) Like it just. You want to know a good question I asked uh, on my very first podcast? uh, It was, what's it feel like to die? That's <laughs> a heavy one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tie in Harry Potter, it's quicker than falling asleep. Or is it just falling yeah, asleep? It's, it's yeah, a long sleep. Asleep and just, you're you waking know? up again. Yeah. Are you waking up in an alternate reality? Are you waking up in a parallel world where you're born again? So is that what we are? Just constant cycles? And <laughs> that's, funny that's where that. deja vu comes in. Is that someone who's already lived and died that? And then now... I'm getting little snippets of their dreams. Right. So sidebar real quick. Yeah. Mike has not listened to my very first podcast yet. Oh, no, I've not. No, the reason is... I say that is because I, uh, that's my exact same answer. Yeah, that, dude, that, cause that just came to me. That is just what came to me. Is the whole like watching Rick and Morty and the multiverse mm-hmm. and there's an infinite number of universes and there's an infinite number of worlds and Ricks and Mortys and there's an infinite number of Mikes that... Yeah. There would be. Yeah, that they've already right. had these same similar situations mm-hmm. that are then peeking through. And have you heard of the uh, the concept of um, where particles are tied together? Um, string theory? Well, not string theory. Oh, fuck. What, why am I blanking on this? I know it. I like it's the back of my hand. Um, where you have a particle here, but if it's tied to another particle, like even if it's a million light years away, if it spins this way, it'll, the other one will spin opposite. Oh, uh, that's how you know, the basis of quantum computing works. Okay. Um, God, I wish I fucking knew what I was talking about here. Um, God damn it, I, I lost it. I had it and I lost it. But um, I'm thinking like maybe you have like a quantum particle in your brain, and it spins one way, and then the one infinite mic in, in another parallel universe had it spin the other way and therefore deja vu happened within that one little moment okay you know like (laughs) it's kind of kind of freaky right yeah yeah and uh reason i i i want to do that little sidebar is because i brought up the fact that what if you die and you just wake up the next day like nothing happened yeah you know like not like a groundhog's day pitch but more like a time just always moves and, and you're just a brain and a bat kind of thing. Those deja vus are what you were experiencing right before you died. Let's say I was sitting oh, there God. reading that chapter, <laughs> that book, that that song came on, and I died of a fucking aneurysm. One of the one of the infinite mics died of an aneurysm right and then. Right there. as I was reading it, and then as I'm happening to read that book and listen to that song, it's like, oh, I dreamt about that. I, this is what happened when I died. Oh what my if that God. car act that car conversation in the car happened right before a car accident holy and shit yeah that just that, gave me that just fucking yeah. clicked man <laughs> like holy fuck yeah 
Like, oh, God. The less another thing, too, it's like when people talk about, like, religion and stuff, and it's like, well, you know, religion has been around in some form or another since the beginning of human civilization. They've always worshipped something. Something, like a They're, sky god sun, or something. Yeah, sun, or something, trees, yeah. uh, earth, all that. And then it hasn't been for, like, the last 2,000 years that Christianity popped up, and then this whole concept of what heaven is. Mm-hmm. Well, well Christianity is just a version of what the Egyptians believed in. Yeah. just different names. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's the uh, all these different uh, fucking, uh, you know, story of Gilgamesh and all these different... Mm-hmm ancient stories the that Tower are just, Babylon yeah, that are replaced yeah. that are replayed in the Bible mm-hmm. like Noah's Ark the great flood that came that is like have you heard of uh, Graham Hancock yeah. yeah yeah so and uh yeah that that man that's my boy I love fucking listening to Graham Hancock they, who he's a, a, an investigative journalist he, he, Mike already knows who he is but I'm just explaining to you guys he's an investigative journalist who specializes in archaeology and basically what he's doing is he uh He's formulating a story that goes against the official narrative. And the official narrative is we started with nothing as humans and then kind of built our way into the prime of our society right now. What Graham Hancock believes is there's been peaks and valleys of society for hundreds of thousands of years. And basically the ancient Egyptians were the last ones who had the peak of society. And then... Uh, what was it? The comet? Yeah, hit? there's a solar flare. Solar. That was uh, what uh, Robert Schock believed yeah, is a solar flare. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be the comet then. Yeah. Yeah, the, it, I think yeah, because yeah, because uh, Hancock believed with his buddy George something. Either way, uh, he's a catastrophic studies major. I don't know how you can even fucking become that major, but um, basically, what happens between them two, they they came up with a theory saying that our planet was hit by a um, by a comet and that started the great flood the great flood because it's referenced in every single society no matter if you're arabic christian or anywhere in the world really um, even native americans have the same same flood story uh, just in different words obviously and he believes that it that is just inf- there's information in there passed down through generations and the information in there directs or correlates directly back to this uh, celestial cycle like virgo and all that shit you know like libra all, all the uh, celestial bodies in the sky made by the stars and how the earth rotates through that celestial body well it takes twenty six thousand years to get through that celestial body so we've had they've had to have a society that either one was able to map out that kind of stuff, which would need computers even bigger than we have today. Yeah. Or two, they were around for that long and were able to map it all out, which both are mind-boggling, you know? So, like, his uh, his kind of perception of what that would be is, like, ancient Egyptians were, a high, were, a, were not primit- per, primitive society at all. And the uh, and they were as good or better than what we are today. They were seafaring, mapping uh, societies, yeah. and then everything was just lost in a, in a great uh, cat, uh, catastrophic event. Yeah, because that ties in with that uh, Robert Schock guy. How the Great Sphinx, the Sphinx, had yeah, water erosion. Yeah, where they think that they're like, well, we know. There's never. It wasn't around when there's this place that had water. Yeah, and it's like the Nile no, Valley hasn't had water for what. 
12,000 years, 10,000 like years that. like that. So it's 10,000 BC. So yeah, 12,000 years ago yeah. is how long ago the Nile Valley had water in it. And for water erosion to happen, it had been long been there around longer than that even. Yeah. So like, and they believe that the Sphinx was a lion's head and that the uh, head itself was actually... Yeah, that one has been was replaced. been replaced yeah. by a, a further on dynasty. Yeah. And they believe that the Egyptologists, they believe that that dynasty put that head on also built the Sphinx out of the limestone, which it's not is not possible. Yeah. And, and there's two different types of stones. Like, the head is made of completely different stone than the body. Right. So, like, there's something wrong there, and they're trying to cover it up because that's their life's work, basically. Yeah, you know? yeah their bread yeah. and butter is studying, yeah. you know, this, and if they come up and someone says that they're, it's wrong, then they're going to be Luzek. They know yeah. that there's uh, a room underneath the Sphinx paw, and they're like, yeah, no, we don't we don't know what's in it. We don't want to know what's in it. And well, they can't ex- excavate it without, like, ruining the structure of the body or yeah, something like that. Something like, and there's yeah. also one underneath the tail or something, too. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah they, they did it through LIDAR. Yeah. yeah. Laser, infrared, yeah, something. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely, it's crazy. I mean, to, and it makes perfect sense to me because they don't know how the pyramids are built. No way. Yeah, you can say, yeah, they just threw human mass suffering at it until it was built. But like, Even then, it would take the, hundreds of thousands of years the way they, they, they yeah. believe it worked. Yeah. And like, uh, the pyramids themselves, they have, what is it, 13,000 pound stones at the top of it in the queen's chamber, yeah, like they did the science on it, and they said that they built ramps to bring it up there. Yeah. Okay, if even if you had ten, ten people on a, uh, per stone, yeah. and brought it up a, a really a, a steep or a, a very inclined ramp that's not a very steep at all, yeah. that ramp would have to go miles to start just to even uh, be able to have the manpower to push that up there. Jeez. They have no idea. Thirteen thousand pounds is like. No, it was more than that because it's thirteen SUVs. Is how how what he how he described it. So Jesus. it's I'm assuming it's twenty six thousand pound stones yeah. in the queen's chamber. That's nuts. And there's like twenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't just tell me, oh yeah, they just put a, did a bunch of slaves did it. It's like what were these slaves? Even if they were routine? even if they were slaves, yeah, like they would have to be gi- giants. Yeah, yeah, they're giant slaves doing it. But yeah, so it's. Like and that's the whole thing is people just accept accepting things mm-hmm. just out of like oh well this is what's been told for hundreds of years yeah so. it's like well an archaeologist is a I mean no offense no offense to any archaeologists out there I mean you guys do really solid work but you don't fucking know yeah like you're just creating a story just like everybody else is. Well, that's the you know, it's like, like Robert Chalk's a, a geologist. He's a geologist. He's like, I don't care about Egypt. Yeah. I don't care what happened here. I'm just looking these at these These are water stones. erosion, not yeah. sand erosion. You know, that's what was their original thought was it was sand yeah, blowing like, in the wind. But it was, like, no way. This is what I do for a living is study <laughs> rocks. And I'm telling you yeah, and then that if you look at yeah. rocks that have water erosion, they're going to look exactly like this because that's... What it is? I don't have. He didn't like. I don't have an alternate agenda here. Yeah. I'm just reporting what I found. <laughs> and people are like, "Well, well, but you know, the, the Egypt, no, right? <laughs> just, yeah. And like, just it blows my mind that they they tried fucking discrediting him. Yeah. And like what? <laughs> Sorry, he went to school for so many fucking years to become a geologist to know what he knows to give his opinion on that. Yeah. You know, he has an <sighs> expert opinion, but you're an Egyptologist, so you know better. Yeah. So like, you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck ever. Yeah. Oh my god! John Anthony West is another. Have you heard? Uh, you no, know, I uh, he's actually the predecessor to Hancock. Okay. So uh, 
if you guys are interested, look up Graham Hancock. You guys will go down a rabbit hole that you probably won't ever come back out of. Yeah. Um, It'll change the way you think about yeah. stuff. And John Anthony West was the one who originated it. He was a he was a he was an Egyptologist who didn't yeah. believe in the narrative that they were doing. Yeah. So he knew like hieroglyphics. He knew like the stories. Yeah. He knows like the pyramid texts. He was able to read it all. He's like. He's like, yeah, this is a society that, or like, you're talking about the Egyptologists, like, they, this is a closed-off society that doesn't want to be wrong, yeah. and because I went against them, they tried to discredit me, yeah. and Graham Hancock just kind of ran with it. So, oh, damn. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Dude, John uh, Anthony West is awesome. John Anthony West, all right, thank Yeah. You. But yeah, I think I have to get on going here. This has oh, okay. been amazing. Hell yeah, man. We'll have to do it again, dude, because this is, fuck, this is seriously was effortless yeah it's I been mean, one of my best ones so far oh hell yeah yeah I, I'm glad you were able to do it man me too man this is seriously uh, just fun to bullshit I mean, yeah. I, that's, what, that's really what that was about is just to schedule out an hour or two and a half hours <laughs> you know, to, just, uh, yeah like oh yeah. god damn like, yeah. we, we started at noon and now it's 2.30 yep. oh right. man well bye everybody bye everybody that concludes part three of our podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. See you for the next one. Bye.